name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, man. The last episode we had was me being robbed on a camel, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in Cairo, Egypt. So going along that same thread, today's episode is going to be how my wife and I were hijacked by a cabbie in Italy. Oh, man, I hope Shaw doesn't hear this episode. Yeah, yeah, you mean, <laughs> well, my, my wife's name Shaheen, and I call her Shaw, too. Oh, but okay. you, mean the, you mean the original Shaw. Yeah, the Shaw that was with you that was like, I'm never traveling internationally again. He's going to be like, see, this is why I don't travel internationally. Every time I see him, he's like, dude, you're crazy. You are crazy. And I'm like, man, come on. You got to travel. You yeah. got to travel. Yeah. Okay. So let me set the stage. Uh, you know, every year I go to the Cannes Film Festival with my company, Lonely Seal Releasing. Yeah. In 2007, we had the Julian Lennon party. So in 2008, Lonely Seal threw another party, this time at the Mint Mansion. It was this awesome mansion in the hills in Cannes. We had those, those black London cabs giving people rides to and from the party. Okay. And then Shahina came in just for the last part of Cannes because, you know, I was there to work. Yeah. But then when she came in, at the end, we were going to do an eight-day trip across Italy. That's cool. So one of our friends, Anoop, he asked us, he goes, hey, do you guys mind if I come join you? And here's the interesting thing. I, I said, sure. And the whole time I thought it'd be really weird to have a third person on a romantic trip to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the weird thing is it wasn't weird at all. It was really kind of fun. Okay. Right? Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be this intensely romantic thing, you know, where I was, we were going to try to have kids that trip. Okay. But then that plan got sidetracked. (laughs) (laughs) That plan got sidetracked. So, so, (laughs) first of all, the trip itself, just remarkable. We went to five, four different areas, I think, across Italy. We went to... Cinque Terre, which is like the beaches. We did Rome. We did Venice. We did Florence. Like it was just amazing, right? So just a lot of fun. We were taking trains across Italy, me, Shahina, Anoop, and just hanging out. It was so much fun. And me and Shah were just married at the end of 2007, so we'd only been married six months. Okay. All right. So all of us go out to dinner. It's raining raining really hard so we get a cab cab drives in the rain and i'm watching you know the uh the cab fare yeah so my eyes were pierced on this (laughs) meter yeah and i remember when we got back it was 13.60 euros okay right yeah and then he, he turns to me and he goes 50 euro and I'm like, fifteen? Uh, and he goes, fifty euro. And then I said, No, man, no. You know? Yeah. Your meter your meter said thirteen. Where do you get fifty from? And Jonathan, this is a flaw of my personality, but <laughs> when I when I know I'm getting ripped off, yeah. Like I grow a mouth, right? Yeah. And I, I didn't curse at him, but I'm like, dude, I'm not paying you fifty euro. That's what I kept saying. I'm not paying you fifty euro. Yeah. And then Anoop is like, okay, let's just work it out. As Anoop started to open the door of the cab to get out, yeah. 
the guy got mad, and the guy's like, you don't want to pay me? Okay. And he floored it, his car. No kidding. He, he floored his car while the door was open. Oh, so man. my friend, my friend actually fell. He didn't fall. He was already stepping out of the car. Okay. So when the cabbie took off, he kind of lost his balance and fell, but yeah, he wasn't yeah. thrown out of the car, right? Yeah, yeah. He was stepping out of the car, and the car took off. Okay. Right? Now, now, was this cabbie, was he Italian, or, I mean, do you know what? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so all the noopsies is me and my wife being ripped away at full speed in the rain, and then this guy keeps racing. You know, I'm like, Shahina is like, where are you taking us, sir? Where are you taking us, sir? And he goes, you know what he said? He's like, you don't want to pay me? I'm taking you right back to where I picked you up. And so Shahina starts saying, Hamad, pay the guy. And I go, Shah, I'm not going to pay 50 bucks for, 50, you know, 50 euro, which is like 80 bucks. Right, yeah, yeah. For a, you know, a, a 20 euro ride, a 13-year ride. I'm not going to do it. We, he drives us 15, 16, 17 minutes back. To the exact street that he that he got us from. Yeah, and then he parks, and it's pouring rain out, and and he's like, "Get out of my cab." And then I'm like, "Okay, dude. Okay, okay. I'll pay you fifty. I'll pay you fifty. He goes out of my cab, and he kicked us out. No kidding. He kicked us out, and we had to walk back in the rain for an hour. <laughs> what, what, was, she, was Shahina, like, wicked mad at you? Yes, she was. <laughs> She'd only been married to me for six months, right? Right. And she's like, what is wrong with you, dude? Come on. <laughs> We're going to have to walk back. You know, and we had to remember where the, where the hell our, our hotel was, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was painful. So what what about your friend? Like what happened to him? Like he 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 got dropped off at the hotel. Some He got dropped off and he freaked out. He called the police. Oh no. Uh, I think I think he called the police and he said, you know, like are there any reports of two dead Americans? <laughs> 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 right? What else is he going to say, right? I hear you. No, man. Just crazy. Just crazy. And you know what? I want to say it's one of those moments that my wife and I totally bonded. And we became like a team. Mm, mm. It wasn't. It was a moment where she scolded me. <laughs> She's like, you idiot. Don't do that again. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you've got a mad, angry cabbie that's driving you out to the middle of nowhere in the pouring rain at 11 o'clock at night and you and your wife have to walk back an hour. Yeah. Don't don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, it's yeah, it's a. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he obviously has gotten away with it before and just like he had the perfect conditions. It's pouring rain out. You know, you're, you're, you're you guys are Americans. You don't really know where you're going or whatever. So it's just like, I don't care what my the cab fare says. You're going to give me 50 euro. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because it reminds me of. Um, yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I was at the Super Bowl in New Orleans in the 90s mm. with my buddy Chris. Mm. And Chris is always trying to negotiate everything everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. No matter what. He's I mean, he's an attorney, so, of course, he negotiates a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. 
So we were in a cab going like Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl. And we get in the cab and Chris talks to the cabbie and he goes, how about this? I'll give you 40 bucks. You just turn off the, the meter. Right. And the guy's like, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get back to the hotel the next day going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was my turn to pay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The cab. I had a rental car, but I didn't want to mess with it. You know, yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Right. So I didn't tell whatever cab driver we got. I didn't tell him to turn it off. I just said, yeah, take it to the stadium. Right. Yeah. 17 bucks, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Isn't that funny? Well, it's crazy. Like to think of, I mean, this is, I mean, sort of on topic, but not really, but like having Uber and like Lyft now, it's like really kind of changed the game. Like, cause I think the rates are probably, I mean, they're definitely lower than a cab. I remember, um, like, I don't know, five years ago, it was like probably the first time I had ever taken a cab actually, like five years ago, I was in Boston and I was at this Christmas party for this technology company and we were leaving where the Christmas party was and going back, heading back to the train to head head back to Worcester. And so, so this cab ride was probably literally like. And it was, like, raining out because no- normally we would have walked, but it was raining out, and I was like, ah, free, we'll just take a cab. And so we got in a cab, and it's probably, like, definitely no more than a five-minute drive, maybe a four-minute drive. And it was, like, just right down the road to the train station, 20 bucks. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I know. wow. I was like, I'm away by that. I was like, <laughs> But, you know, with, with, like, Lyft and Uber, the, the rides are a lot more, uh, I don't want to you know, not inexpensive, but they're just they price them better, you know? Yeah. Well, they are a lot more inexpensive than cabs, but you know why I feel sorry for cab drivers. I'm not sure if it's in Los Angeles, but in New York, in New York city, they have something called medallions. Mm. You know what they are? No. Okay. So it may be more expensive now, but 20 years ago, medallions were 200 to $250,000 each. And what it was is, if you bought a cab to be a New York City cab driver, yeah, you had to pay a two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollar fee to your cab company before all the fares were your own. Oh wow! Right. So, I I asked several cab drivers, um, you know, how long it takes them to pay off their medallion, and all of them said, you know, ten to twelve years is average eight or nine years is really, really fast, man. So I feel sorry for all those cab drivers that spent a quarter million dollars to get their paid off like mortgage on their cab. Yeah. On their, right? Well, now, now I get why the, uh, the cab companies that were up in arms with like Lyft and Uber. I remember yeah, there were all right? these, uh, not, not lawsuits, but there's definitely some, some fighting going on between them. That makes a lot of sense now. Well, could you imagine working 12 years as hard as you can to pay off a quarter million dollar medallion to your cab company? And then six months later, Uber comes out. Yeah. You know, and and you're driving your own car. You're not paying any, you know, any of these fees to anyone, you know, like you're your own, you're your own person, you know. You know what I would do if I was a cab driver and that happened to me? 
I'd quit the cab company, I'd repaint my car, and I'd get hired <laughs> at Uber, man. <laughs> yeah, I know in Boston, because I, I, I used to use Lyft in Boston, and I'd go back and forth there a lot. And, I mean, there were guys that were picking me up, and I'm like, you know, hey, how, how's business going? How does this work out for you? And they're just like, man, I bought a brand-new car, and, and this is all I do now. You know, I went out and bought a brand-new car, so I have a nice car, pick people up, get good ratings, and there you go. You know what's crazy is I speak to every Uber driver I've ever met, right? Mm. And I always ask, how long have you been doing it? Do you like it? What do you not like? I just like talking to people, right? Yeah. And a lot of them have other careers, and they do this as a second job. Yeah. But some of them have told me what they told you. Some of them have said, you know what? I had another career, but this thing makes so much money if you do it a lot. Yeah. I just quit my career. Yeah, yeah. And I'm driving now. Yeah, the, one of the guys. I, I I don't think I don't know if Uber works this way, but with Lyft, you like once you have your account as a driver, you can go anywhere, right? So you don't you're not just designated to one kind of area. You can just be like, hey, I know Boston is wicked busy like this time of the day or this day of the week or whatever. So you could drive up to Boston. And you'll be on the Lyft radar in Boston. So if, a, if there's a call and you're in the area, boom, you, you get the job. And so you could, like, go between states throughout the week and just know, hey, where, where are all the hot spots? And you can just, you know, work it that way. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, if you know where all the good spots are, you know? Yeah, you know what's cool is in uh, Cannes, when I go to Cannes, France over here, at least four or five hundred Uber drivers drive down from Paris. Wow. And Paris is five hours away. It's not like they just take a 40-minute ride. Yeah, right? yeah. But they know there's going to be 100,000-plus people in Cannes for those 10 days. Yeah. And they're all tourists, so why not drive five hours and make a ton of money yeah, for a exactly. week? Yeah, exactly. Stay down there for 10 days and, you know, make a few months' worth of uh, <laughs> of wages. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm dying to try, but I had no reason to, mm. is a Uber helicopter in the south of France. Oh man, I didn't even know that was, that existed. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be cool. It's funny how this podcast started off with me being kidnapped, <laughs> you know, by a mean Italian cab driver in 2008, and it turned into my experience with Uber drivers and cab drivers. Hey, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of the point of this whole thing. But um, so I guess the lesson for today is if you ever get accosted by an Italian cabbie, American cabbie, any cabbie in any city that's trying to rip you off, you know what? Just take their name, take their badge number because it's right there on the back. Mm, mm. Pay them and then call the company. Yeah, there you don't, go. Don't negotiate, don't argue, and don't wind up in the rain 50, you know, 50 minutes away, walking-wise. Yeah, don't make your wife of six months walk an hour in the rain back to your hotel. Yeah, you know, that's a long time to reconsider her <laughs> choice of husband, right? Exactly. It's a long time. <laughs> you're walking in the rain, and you're looking at this guy, and you're like, this Hamad guy, did I make the right choice or and every, not? Every, every drop hitting, you know, every raindrop hitting her, every step she takes. Every know, raindrop. Yep. Drowning out the beautiful makeup she had on oh, is just man. a re- is just a reminder of how idiotic her husband is. <laughs> oh man! 
But that is today's story, man. All right. So, yeah, don't forget to check out LimpingOnCloud9.com. There's also 59 seconds of Cloud9 at LimpingOnCloud9.com. We're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Pocket Cast, uh, you know, every other uh, podcasting app you can imagine. And also check out Cloud10Cameras.com for all of your camera needs. Yep. And if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's the number nine. It's info at limpingoncloud9.com. And it is the number nine, not spelled out. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.